dmtwclothing.com. Don't make this weird. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, again, do with your heart, chase your passions, and watch it become reality. That's what we're about. You guys are going to find some cool items, some MMCast items for sale here in the next three weeks. They'll be all launched and uh, next, you know, more conventions, things like that. So, Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Mars. And welcome back to Masters of Arm. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? Let's get a round of applause! <laughs> we're going to be doing the top ten modern cards, our favorite modern cards of all time. Tonight, we're here live at LA Live. Let's get a hand, round of applause for LA Live right now. Let's go! <laughs> I know that's louder than we normally are, but we're excited. It's GPLA, it man. It be loud. There's Everybody's no speaker, here. so we have to yell so people in the back can hear us. Yeah, we're Can you hear us in the back? Can you hear us in the back? Yeah, cool. Okay. We got a yes. We got a we, we got, got a yes. We All got right. an emphatic right. yes. So who played at GPLA today? Woo! All right. Woo! Did, did, did we have fun? Solid turnout. Did, did any did anyone day two? I love those drops. Oh, I see one. We I got see one. We had a feature match here. This young fella right here. What's your name, sir? Jack. Jack, how did your tournament go today? I went five and four, which is pretty good considering what I've been doing the last three times. And you got a feature match, am I right? Yes. Had you ever gotten a feature match before? No. And how old are you? Nine. I am so proud of you, Jack. Thank you for attending the podcast live. This is amazing. Thank you so much. What deck did you play? Green Red Tron. Jack played Green Red Tron. Can we get a round of applause for Jack right now? Excellent, guys. So as I mentioned, this is going to be the top 10 favorite modern cards from Alex and I all time. This will be going out next week. So if you're here, you can hear it. Next week, you can hear it live online. And of course, I should remind everybody that, of course, we are on rocketjump.com. We have a, a sister podcast, The Command Zone. They're actually also here. Everyone loves The Command Zone. Round of applause for The Command Zone right now. Go! Everyone loves the command zone. Those guys are here, Jimmy and Josh. You can meet them tomorrow. They're at the tournament site. So last they'll be here. They'll be here. Yeah, actually, yeah, they're probably here in like an hour. So yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Kessler and I personally are, are on Twitter. So uh, I'm Ben Bateman Media. He is Kess Wiley. Yeah, and we're at the MMCast. We're at the MMCast. I feel like, I feel like Twitter shoutouts in the middle during a live show is not exactly the way. Ah, we got to do. We got to right. do. <laughs> and, so uh, you guys are amazing because we have a Patreon. You keep it going. So we're gonna get into the show. All right. So um, what's, the, what's your number ten? We're gonna go straight into it. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go? Right I, I, I got to open my phone. All right, so my number 10. Wait, wait. I want to clarify something. Yes. This is our top 10 favorite modern cards. So this is not the best. These are not the most powerful. Okay. This is by no means the most tournament playable cards of all time. If you listen to the podcast, you know I like some cards that are, you know, a little... Uh, Architect. <laughs> no, no. Come on. Let's not throw some shade. This is uh, <laughs> These are cards that are beyond favorites. These are It's everything and, and all the in-between. But I just want everybody to know it's not going to be like Lightning Bolt and Serum Visions and Tarmogoyf. Like, oh, you know that, you know that uh, uh, speaking of these things, Spellscan is no longer the most played creature in Modern? Oh. It should be. <laughs> Since Splinter Twin went away, it's now, it's now like number eight. Well, Tarmogoyf has Tarmogoyf. Oh, it's like number five creature. Yeah, it's a lapse in judgment. People will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So number ten, am I going first? Go ahead. All right. So mine's the best blocker in the format. Okay. It's got Dredge Five. That's flying. <laughs> it doesn't have Death Touch, but it kind of has it. Stinkweed Imp. Wow, Stinkweed yeah. Imp on your list. Stinkweed Imp. Yes. So Alex has gone with a Dredge creature. Uh, so I mean, that surprise anyone? No, but okay. like, <laughs> we, how many how many times have we talked about Stinkweed Imp on the podcast? Like four. Yeah. Well, because it's I mean like. 
I like it more than Kagar Grave Troll. Six is bigger than five, but it kills. It's like a Doom Blade that draws you five cards. I mean, yeah, it, it has its virtues. I'll give you that. I've never even once tried to br like brew a Stinkweed Imp. That's ever. a mistake. Well, <laughs> get on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, how did Dredge do this weekend? You think? I mean, people, people were excited to play it, but it kind of got like graveyard hated out. I feel like I haven't seen the results. I don't know. Yet. We we won't. Yeah. A lot of really good. We got players. here before the tournament was done, so I have no idea. A lot of very good players played Dredge. Yeah, my my whole Dredge deck has been lent out to people for them to play it. Yeah. I let it go into the wild and let better magic players kind of get So to I'm going to choose I'm going to choose a creature that is I think quite a bit better than Stinkweed Imp. I mean, I don't know why you would choose something that was so unplayable in modern. My yeah. creature is a little creature I like to call Haunted Horror. <laughs> Whammy. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know what that card is. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's, right, it's wait, 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 wait. I want something from the audience to explain it. Yeah. Who, who knows what it is? All right, come here. Come here, audience member. Hunted Horror is a two black 7-7 seven, seven with trample that gives yeah. your opponents two 3-3 three, three green centaurs. They have protection from black, from by the way. <laughs> yes. All right, what's your name? Neil, right. Neil. All right, cool. So let's just focus on the positive, Why, why is this card good? It's a 7-7 seven, seven trample for two, okay? Uh, I had a deck built around this card for a long time that I love. The point is, if you stifle the trigger, not actually stifle, but like Sundial of the Infinite or like Torpor Orb or like anything that makes it not happen... Uh, it's it's a very potent, very powerful effect that can be augmented by other things. Obviously, it's not as good as an actual power card, but this is favorites, guys. Right, well, I had I'm going to save you a little effort. My number nine helps you deal with these tokens. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. I played at one or maybe two Grand Prix playing four of this card in my main deck. I love this card. We should all shake our heads uh, in disdain. <laughs> no, this card has a, this has a real place in modern. Like, it's actually competitive if you build your deck around it. So... It's not a good card, but it's an awesome card. Hunted Horror is my number 10 card. Hunted Phantasm is also good. If you play Blood Artist, all right, I'm going deep. Anyway, um, back to Kessler, number nine. What do you got? All right, Engineer Explosives. Yeah, so uh, that was, <laughs> that, that's a good card and was also in my deck. Yeah, no, that, I'm saying you can use the Engineer Explosives to get rid of these protection from things centaurs that you for somehow made for your opponent. Right, I mean, like, either one of them. Imagine you have Blood Artists. No, we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> so mine's good because you can loop it with Academy Ruins and just kill every deck, all, all the spells. But you can't get rid of Emrakul unless, Actually, you, unless you proliferate, like, 15 times. Which, hey, I've done it. <laughs> You've never, you have never proliferated right, I into killing an Emrakul. I have not. Yeah. I've gone to five. I've <laughs> yeah. gone to six. I've done the six Engineer Explosives. What was your, what was your preferred proliferate method? Uh, Contagion Clasp. In modern? Well, it's the only <laughs> one in modern that you should play. I mean, I love Contagion Class. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I play that in standard. Half the cards really? in my deck, half <laughs> the cards in my deck, like relate to that. Like, come on, you know some cards from my deck that I could definitely yeah. like use to cast that. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm a fan. What's your number nine? Uh, okay, my number nine, I believe, is a card called Jora of the G2. It's actually a commander card, I think. I mean, really, like, it's not, it's not a card anybody would play in modern. I'm gonna make sure that's right. Yes, Jora of the G2. I got back into modern, in, into magic in 2007. People aren't um, enthused. They don't like Jara? Come on, nobody here likes Jara? <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Come on. Everybody likes Jara. Yeah, even that. I went to my first pre release in years, in 2007. I remember opening a Jara, a Pact of Negation. One of the other bad packs. Uh, the white one? I, I, I like, I like 4 owed it, and I won like 18 packs. It was super exciting. I was like, magic is so sweet. These cards are so cool. They're so unique and different. Interesting. 
I had two Tarmogoyfs. I traded them away for nothing. <laughs> um, I was a fan. So Joyra, though, is just it's a unique card. It's such, it's such a fun card. I would never probably be able to play it in modern unless I was playing like Rift Elemental or something. But like, it's just it's not actually powerful. But I love it. I have I have a total love affair <laughs> with Joyra. I think it's I think it's legitimately you Fury Charm, Time Crafting, uh, Shivan Sand Mage. There's all these cards that like try to mess with it. I feel it. like Emrakul is just the thing you should try and get in. No, no, I'm saying to, to reduce the counters. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's fine. Like it, you, I think you can make right. Joyra work, but I'm a fan of that card. It's not a modern playable card. Trust me, my number four is definitely not modern playable. <laughs> it's in the same wheelhouse. So. All right, what's your number eight? No, that was my number nine. You got to go there, man. No, no, you're going eight now. Why? Do two in a row. Because you have something you don't want to share. I'm forcing it to happen. Do it. Do it. Do it. He wasn't prepared. <laughs> All right, number eight, a recent fan favorite of the MM cast, Mir Superian. Woo! Round of applause. What, Mir, what Superian. Is Mir Superian. It is a five-six artifact creature, uh, a mirror that uh, you can only cast using mana created from creatures. So the beauty well, of this card. You can't use land mana. Yeah, it's only cast from creature. Only, only cast creatures? from mana created by creatures. Yeah. So. Nobody's ever gonna like double birds of paradise, Mirror Superior. And that does not happen. But you, you could possibly like collected company or like profane command or like Liliana of the Veil or like no, sorry, the other Liliana, Dark Dark Realms. The the one uh, you can't do with Dark Realms either. Heretical Healer, <laughs> Whammy. Anything that references casting cost gets Mirror Superior into play. Burning Tree Emissary was the deck I talked about last summer a lot. Like. The card's powerful. It's you know, like, you know, I had two people come up to me today, be like, "Hey, look at my deck. It's all it's." And they had like, Superior you, Bird and Coco. Are you Ben Bateman? Did you? No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm Alex Kessler because I had a lot of people ask me about Alex Kessler. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you guys don't know what we look like because we just sound like people. We've <laughs> we've never done anything on video ever. So like, you're just like, I don't know who you are. He just says sure, sure, sure a lot. Like that's all that happens. I, so keep going. I've noticed that you say some of these sure, sure's. It's on me. All right. Yeah. So, my number eight. Tolaria West. And I realized I actually, my nine and eight, I played four of both today in the, in the GP. But so, Tolaria West, let me talk about the greatness. First off, you can find Engineer Explosives. It's, an, it's another is, future site card, is, by the way. It's another future site card. Yeah. Uh, you can find um, another land if you need to. Sure. Uh, you can find uh, a Pact of Negation. Actually, any of the packs. Really, the packs. Those are the, kind of the cool thing. Future Sight is if a they're really good set, terror. by the way. Like, it's just a rad <laughs> set, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Future is the best. All right. Uh, that's pretty, I feel like everyone understands why Tolerios is great. I mean, it was in a, It was in um, uh, yeah, it was the, the Amulet Bloom. Bloom deck, yeah. I mean, that was the big moment for it, but like... Uh, today, when I played it in my Tesserator deck, was the big moment for it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, uh, how did that record go for you? It was like 6 I, I went 10-0. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't lost a match. No, I mean, I, I love to I love Teleria West. I've always been a fan, and obviously the the, the bounce lands make Teleria West a hundred times better. But with the banning of Amulet Bloom and that not being a viable deck anymore, that definitely takes away from it a little bit. So, so if you hear some weird music going on behind us, it's because we're actually live at LA Live, and there's big TVs playing Staples Center advertisement. Yeah, those are real people. It's not like an audio track that we found. We're just like on a street by ourselves, just like scream at us. All right, so what's your number? What's your number eight? All right, my number seven is or a seven. No, my number seven is an actual card. So you guys probably have played with this card. It's not actually bad, like Superior. Um, this is Vendillion. Okay. This is Vendillion Click, right? Come on, 
Can we get a round of applause for Medallion Click? I have no real cards. This is like my only one. Please, yes. All right, two people. I should pick more bad cards. They get better round of applause. Yeah. Um, Vendillion Click a is a 3-1 flyer. It's legendary. It has flash. It costs blue, blue, colorless. It's a fairy. It's just like a really powerful card. Like, I, when this card was printed, everybody was like, wow, like that's a really good effect. They don't actually, like, they print 3-1 flyers with a flash at common that don't do anything. And this Vendillion Click was brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. The, the weirdest thing about Vendillion Click for me has always been that I don't really understand why it's always a one or two of. I get that it's legendary, but it never seems like the extra just like, I'm all in on Vendillion Click. This is just the best threat I can play. You know, Noble Hierarch into Vendillion Click. It's, it never happens. Like, it's just like, this will be a one of in my main deck and a one of in my sideboard. And I'm always like, this card's so good. Why is it not like a mainstay? And I, I think it's probably because Lightning Bolt and Electrolyze, like, just kind of gets housed a little bit. I, I feel bad because like every card you pick, you're like, there's like a very sad story about why isn't this card greater? And I'm just like, yeah, Tolarius is great. I'm the underdog, <laughs> man. Can you just give me a reason? Uh, well, I mean, Vendillion Clicks. I don't feel like you could be the underdog no, with no. Vendillion Click. That's like a really good card. Yeah. All right. So my number seven, and as a little bit of a spoiler, this will not be the last time you see of him on this list. Venser the Sojourner. The f <laughs> what? Five mana. I thought you were going to say Shaper Savant. I was like, okay, that's Kessler. You picked the five drop in Modern? I may have picked both. <laughs> but we're at five right now, all right? My number, what slide is this? Seven, all right? So for those who don't know, this is the blue-white Planeswalker, the original. He's dead now. Uh, <laughs> one, one single tier for him. You're, you're not even playing Stonehorn Dignitary on your list. How is he even on your list? Well, st I mean, because he's kind of inside. So Stonehorn Dignitary is the be not the best thing, but one of the things you can do where you completely turn off their attack step. Who, and personally, I hate the attack step. Raise your hand and scream if you hate the attack step. That was not enough people. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you guys are all red they're, players. They're not, in, they're not impressed. They're not impressed. All right, so... He also makes Geist unblockable, which is important. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's really good. He also good. can bounce his other self to just keep people locked out of lands. Sure. He does all the things. Everything you could ever want out of a card. Best Planeswalker out there. It's fair. He's also dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's, what's, uh, what's, where are we at? Seven? Go to six. Dude's number six. All right. I'm loading it up. One more question, guys. We're going to take fan questions. As soon as we're done with this one, we're going to take fan questions. And when we do fan questions, you need your name, your favorite card. Of all time. Of your favorite name of all time? No, your favorite card <laughs> of all time. <laughs> favorite name, favorite card, <laughs> and a question. That's up to you. My number six is Ethervile. Okay, Ethervile. our number sixes are really good. So if you, uh, if you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that we did a whole deal last summer where I was playing this Ethervile Collected Company deck with Mirror Superior, and I was really pushing it hard. I think Ethervile, for the one mana you can get it on turn one, is such an advantage. If you can figure out the right way to play it, it's just... I mean, everybody knows this. It's good in Merfolk. It's good in Hate Bears. It's a mana cheat. True. It's, it's good in Legacy. Like, it's a really good card. It is interesting how underrated Aethervile had been in Modern until, like, the last year. I mean, it's just... Ethervile is amazing because two things. You can cheat mana, but also getting sorcery speed effects, ETB effects, at instant speed. My round one today was against a guy who was Aethervileing in, um, what's, the, what's the the blinky 3-1 that flies? Yeah, yeah, Flicker Wisp. Flicker Wisp, yeah. So, I mean, I even say that. or what about, what about, what about uh, Viling and Scab Ruinator? What do you guys think about that? Can I get a round of applause for Scab Ruinator? <laughs> no. It's a dredge card, and yeah, I don't even like I tried, it. I tried pretty hard for that one. It didn't work at all. All so, right, uh, all right. My number six, 
This is a good card. His is a good card, so I'm going to get my good card in. Lingering Souls. And Real exciting, Kessler. Yeah. Real exciting. It's really exciting when you just discard it and get a two-mana Lingering Souls. It's like I a mean, draw. It has madness while also being a flashback. It, who doesn't love that? Right. I mean, Lingering Souls is just a good card <laughs> in modern. Like, it's yeah. Not, that's probably the least sexy good card you can possibly pick. Like, that's like... What are you uh, talking about? It's, it's, like, it's got... Look how cool it looks. That's like, I'm going to pick Basic Island as my number six. <laughs> it's, uh, I like blue cards, so Basic Island's really good. Um, it's, uh, it casts Serum Visions on turn one. I guarantee it's a really person was going to come up and say that was their favorite card, and you just stole their joke. <laughs> how do you feel? All right, so that's number six. Ready for, for some fan? Some yeah, fan, fan questions. All right, raise your hand if you want to go. Yeah, right, go. Over here. Uh, boom, we're going right here. We're going, we're, we're going local first. All right, so the first question is, sir, and you introduced yourself once, but... Uh, we're going to go again. First of all, tell us your full name. My name is Jack Landis. Jack Landis. I recognize the name. Have you interacted with us on the podcast before? Yes, in this <laughs> one particularly. All right, fantastic. So what is your favorite modern card of all time? It's a big question. I'm probably going to have to go with Emrakul. Emrakul. It's a solid pick. It's a solid pick. It kills people pretty much immediately. Have you uh, have you won some tournament magic games playing Emrakul before? No, actually. Never ever? Nope. Wow. I do play Tron, but I don't play it with Emrakul, sadly. You don't play Emrakul in your Tron deck? Because Ivugan's gone. No, it, it's so just without Ivugan, there's just Yeah. There, there's just no guaranteeing that you're gonna get fifteen mana. That's fair enough. Okay, so so can I ask you quickly? What would be your favorite card to play in Modern that you think is actually not good enough to play, but you just think is awesome and you'd like to play? Like, what's your pet card? Ring of Three Wishes. Ring of Three Wishes! Oh! What was it? Wait, I got a foil copy right here. Right, look at this. Isn't that amazing? There was someone holding it. It's like your favorite card. Well, I think he's giving it to him. Oh. He gets that. <laughs> Boom. Gift. Foil Ring of Three Wishes for you, sir. All right. Thank you. Round of applause. Come on, guys. Okay. All right. Next question. All right, here. All right, here, here, here. Okay, first your name. My name's Andy Cooper. What's your favorite card? In modern, it's going to have to be Swerve. Oh, sweet. Swerve. Yes. Oh, we're ready. Yes. I okay. love it. I love it. So my so entire good. goal, and, and this never happened, and I'm very sad because they banned Splinter Twin, which I'm just completely against, was to actually swerve someone's Splinter Twin onto my own Deceiver XR. <laughs> You're still on board. Um, <laughs> and I played this tech main deck for almost two years and then just never made it happen, and I'm very no. sad. My question for you is, okay. is if you're, it relates to Aether Vial here, all right? You're playing Fish. You've got Aether Vial in. Yeah. Can you think of, let's even say it's a red-blue version of Fish, a sure. reason to ticket to five? Oh. <laughs> in is, red it, is this blue, a quiz, or is there oh, like... It's, it's more of a want, quiz, because okay. there's a good answer for it. Five red Murphy. I mean, like, okay, no, like blue. blue. It, wait, wait, does it rhyme with... Cavern Dark Dwellers? It does not. <laughs> okay, I got another. Like, I mean, you could, you, you could, you could, like, try to go with some sort of like kiki cheeky, like, Karanos. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Got it. Yes. All kinds of sick. I like it. Wait, but you just like violin Karanos, but like, but then like. But he's a creature because you're. It's all the devotion. No, I, mean, I get there. that. I get yeah, that. Yeah. So it's like a six. It's seven, against control. It's great. You violin Karanos on five. Like, there's yes. like, there's no like, there's like clever trick. It's like no, you just bring in you Karanos, just get a Karanos and then just get the bolts every turn or the <laughs> extra cards. But why not just it gets you there? Cast. Yeah, why not just cast Karanos? Oh, because you're not playing red. Because you're not. Well, you either aren't playing red or you just don't want it countered. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. It's a fair point. Fair it's a fair enough. point. All right. 
I mean, look, I, there's, I, have, I have nothing wrong with violing in Karanos and not being countered. So. Wait, 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 wait. I can get aboard. Are you playing contagion, contagion class to get it up there quicker? <laughs> no, but I like this idea. Okay, I see, would right, even cool. consider playing board. Resonator. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Resonate. One more question over here. Hi. Uh, my name's Kenny. Okay. Favorite card? Uh, Cranko Mob Boss. Sick. Love it. Love it. Uh, my question is, what is uh, each of yours most important thing to you? Like, what's your favorite thing that's happened to you since you started this podcast? Like, oh, I know. I think we have the same one. Yeah. Okay. So he he's not here now. There we so. Oh, wait, what do I got to? You do that one. I got a different one. Okay. So this actually happened to Kessler, but like for me, and we've talked about this on the podcast. So if you listen, you know. But he was in G he was in Detroit like two months ago, and uh, the GP had a special playmat, and the playmat you think really hard right now because you got to come with something better. So the playmat was like basically the special playmat that if you if you won like a VIP event, you got it, and it was a freaking spell skype playmat. Spell skype's like. I'm not going to say it right now. It's one of my top cards. <laughs> I love it. And uh, it's amazing. And this this fan of ours, who is amazing, who if I had his name in front of me, I would just like shout him out right now because he's incredible, found Kessler. I, was, I wasn't there. And he was like, mm -hmm. hey, dude, so I'm a fan of the podcast, and I got a couple of these mats, and you know what? I want to give them to you and Ben as a gift because I love your podcast so much. And I know these are kind of VIP mats, but it's really special to me to give these to you. And he gave them to Kessler, so we each have one. I have one in my bag here. I use it all the time. It is the single coolest thing that's happened to me since I started the podcast. And some cool stuff has happened, but, uh -huh. like, that is the most this, touching way, thing. This is one of those cool things. So shout out to all you guys for being here. Yeah. Woo! We're going to get as many Live of those podcast. shout outs as possible. Yeah. All right. 14 I got 15, mine. Yeah. All right. So this is, this was early on in our, like, this is within the first year sure. uh, of podcasting. I was at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. I had never been recognized for a magic thing that I've created in my life at this point. And I'm at San Diego Comic-Con, and someone recognized my laugh, and that was Edward Killian and Noah Killian, who were here earlier. Yeah. And, like, little kid, I gave him the signed top-decking tokens of the germ yeah, right, and right. The, the, uh, your vampire token, and yep. he, like, freaked out, and, like, he giggled and, like, ran off. And it was like, okay, I've achieved my goal. <laughs> I mean, to that end, like, today at the tournament, I was doing coverage for Machinima on, like, a pro-magic piece, and those same folks came up, and he was like, can I get your my picture with you? And I was like... There's this kid and his dad, and they want to get a picture with me. And, like, when I was a kid, my dad and I watched Star Wars. And if I had ever met Mark Hamill, my mind would have been freaking blown. So I lost my mind. Like, I tweeted this. I was like, I think I fanboyed out more on him than he fanboyed out on me. Because, like, I kind of lost it. Like, I, we'd, we'd, we'd speak to a small audience, but it's a special audience. Yeah. You guys. You guys are the best. Got another woo. woo! Love these things. So All right. We're getting to the top five. We're All right. So, yeah. Those are the first two questions. Players. All right. So I'll, I'm going to go with my number five. Uh, you want me to jump in? No, no, no I got, I, I oh, got, you got it. it. Okay, All right, okay. so we've met him before on this list. This is the slightly cooler version, slightly more playable. Venser Shaper Savant. Okay. Yeah. See, I like I like this Venser so much more than your other Venser. They're both so good. Your other Venser's trash. This no, is a good he's amazing. Have you ever played with the other Venser? I hate blue eyes. Jora on your list. <laughs> Jora's sweeter. Costs three. You can play three in modern. <laughs> no, he costs. She costs five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. But for those who don't know, he's he's blue, blue, two colorless. Yeah. You can he's the first, I think he's the first, thing that you could bounce a spell on the stack. He was like a reman, but a creature. Yeah, yeah. So you bet right. return a spell on the stack or and or he comes into play and bounces a permanent. Sure. All these good things. He's really good against Emrakul. He's also from Future Sight, by the way. How many more like examples do we need that Future Sight's the best set ever? 
You know, I think you can buy a box that featured that for like $1,200 now. That's it was so ridiculous. It was so overpowered. Zendikar was dope. Ridiculous. Is that like future sites? Like, I don't have any more future sites on my list. That's the last one. Uh, I think I have a planner chaos. Cool. But the, the sweetest thing I've ever done with Venser. Let's, yeah. let's get on good okay. stories. Tell so, the story. Playing Jess guy. Yep. Uh, against the Valakut. Yep. And he he goes for it, unexpected. I just bounce a mountain, and he's just like, <laughs> and then I win. He was like, you're He's like, what? He's like, you're playing Venser? Yeah, no one's Come on, man. He's like the Spanish Inquisition. I'm not going to make the joke, but I said it. All right, so I'm going to go with my number four. My number four is a very traditional card. My number five is a very traditional card. Delver of Secrets. Really? Delver? Everybody loves Delver. A lot of the times when I've played in competitive tournaments and people are like, they joke about the cards I like, they will joke about Inquisition and Delver because a I usually end up playing decks that play those two cards. Like, even if I have, like, a brew, like, I will gravitate towards those two cards just because, like, I like Thoughtseize, but I, I get kind of entranced with not taking life. And Delver's just the best. I mean, Delver's the freaking best. Like, is he? It's so good. I mean, it's, slip all the it's, time. it's rough <laughs> in modern because Serum Visions is not the best. You want Brainstorm uh, and, and Ponder, obviously. But, like, I played Delver the whole time as in Standard. I've played Delver decks in Modern. It's just, I just love it. I love that it's kind of volatile, that people resent Delver. It's it's one of the greatest creatures ever printed. I think we can all agree on that. It's very powerful. It is volatile, but, like, you cannot argue Delver's not amazing. So it goes usually first in my mind. I've tried to build so many Nakatl Goblin Guide Delver decks. <laughs> all three in one. I want them all. I want them all. And it may happen at some point, but just not today. So that's my number five. Thank you. Yeah. Golf <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number four. I think this is a more fun card. Sure. It's also good, I guess. Uh, it's also a black and white flashback card. On barrel rights. Yeah. Wow. In modern. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. I love it. All right. So something I've been trying to get to work for a very long time is a dredge vine list, but it's a junk dredge vine list. Sure. And you just have Elish Nord in the side where with Umbailerites, and sometimes it gets in your graveyard. Or you have I mean, Sun Titan, and Sun Titan gets uh, Knight of the Reliquary, oh. who's giant because you have all those lands in your deck that just happen to fall in there. Right. It's sick. I mean, Umbailerites is a really sweetest. good card. Plus, like, there's also the whole, like, gifts ungiven, tutor for it, comes into play. I have 19, I have 19 <laughs> copies of Umbailerites. I have seven copies of Foil Umbailerites. They're not worth anything. I, can't, I cannot understand how at this point it is not worth something. <laughs> I'm like, this should be worth money at this point. Like, I, I also bought Curse of Death's Hold foils at one point, like like seven of them. I was like, like this has Souls Betrayals better. This is like four years ago. Okay. I was like, there has to be a reason. There has to be a way. I failed on both accounts. Uh, it's fine. It's totally okay. cool. Okay. I'm totally cool with What's it. your number four? <laughs> All right. I'm going to open it up right now. Uh, we're getting into the really good stuff, guys. You know, my, my ridiculous... Uh, Planar Chaos card that I'm going to name, and most of you are not going to know what it is. It's going to come up pretty soon, but not quite yet, because my number four is Snapcaster Mage. Oh, Round of applause. <laughs> I'm the only one. Uh, Snapcaster Mage is, I mean, what do I really say about Snap? It's like, it's pr it might it's be the best. the best, best creature, blue creature, best card, best creature in modern. It's, it's basically Snapcaster and Tarmogoyf are hand-in-hand hand as the best creatures in modern. Like, as much as I want to be like, oh, you know, Goblin Dark Dwellers is better, or like, oh, Jace Vryn's Prodigy is my favorite, it's like, no, Snapcaster Mage has Flash, and it's blue, and it's a creature with two power for two. I mean, what more do you want? That card's ridiculous. Like, if I'm playing aggressive, I can just flash in a 2-1 for two, and like, 
It's not the worst, and it can get me back anything. I, that, that card's. I hope it's on your list because I, I love how that that the speech you just gave was to a car chase with a, a couch for some ride at Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's like, oh man, Spellscape! Everybody's like, everybody's like, what the hell are your one, two, and three? The Snapcaster Mage is just too good. I mean, like, it, everybody knew it was too good, right. and yeah, all right, there you all go. Right. So my number three, <laughs> I, I gotta get. A, I feel like worse groans, groans, groans. So your number one's gonna go first, worst? isn't it? What? You're going to name your number one first, aren't you? No, my number three. No, but I'm saying you're one ahead of me. I'm, I just named my four. Yeah, because I'm ahead of you. All right, great. I'm counting. <laughs> I, we're, we're all counting us in the audience. Okay, great. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> all right, my number three is Liliana the Veil. <laughs> wow. You guys love her more than Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just swooned a little bit. <laughs> what, a cool, what a cool three drop. It's so great. All right, first off, you can take my number, what was it, five? My number four, five, six slot. And discard it, and then you get free Lingering Souls tokens. <laughs> I love what I was like, Kessler, we're going to do our favorite cards. Mine are going to be really like fun, and yours are going to be really like bad or really good, right? He's like, no, no, mine are not good. They're not good cards. I'm not going to do good cards. You have Snapcaster oh. Beach. I took three it's good fair. cards. It's fair, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> All right? Three. <laughs> I have no defense. <laughs> All right, so I, part of this is my best finish in t tournament magic was an SEG Legacy event on Pox. I, I'm a terrible person, apparently. But... <laughs> <laughs> Liliana Veil behind that, because you know what's really cool? Dark Ritual into Liliana. This is something you can't do in modern, yeah. but it's sweet. Do you remember when I like? <laughs> do you remember when I was playing at, like like Heidi Ho Legacy, and I played against Roger, and he was like, like turn one, like uh, like <laughs> he was like turn one Dark Ritual into Liliana, and I was like counterspell, and he's like, uh, <laughs> life over. I was like, I, I win. I'm good at Legacy. This is sweet. <laughs> so let me back to Liliana in modern. I right. played this in Mardu decks. I played this in Mardu decks, not modern yeah. decks. I played it in Legacy decks. I've even played it in Dredge decks, where you're using it as your discard outlet. Sure, it does everything you want. It's great. <laughs> Liliana's really good. All right, what's your number three? Uh, okay, my number three, the guy. This is this is probably like my. This might be my favorite card of the whole list. I really want <laughs> you guys to think when I say this. Don't 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 boo. Just think for a second, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is a card I like to call. Chronozoa. Okay? <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you know that I love Chronozoa. It's from Planar Chaos. It's one blue, three colorless. It's Vanishing 3. It's a 3-3 it's a three, three flyer. When the last Vanishing Encounter disappears, it, it doubles. It becomes two copies of Chronozoa. It's not a good card. I get that. You, Hex Parasite, Vampire Hex Mage, Paradox Haze, all these things that try to speed it up, they're all bad. Like... <laughs> I've tried so hard. I want this card to be good in modern. I, the flavor-wise, I love it so much. It's it's like a, an amoeba, and it like it's it a really, time amoeba. It moves a actually with the colors. I'm not usually like a like a Vorthos or a flavor guy, but like this card is so awesome. It's not that good, but I think you could make it good. It's it's, it's always been borderline good. Borderline. The fact that you can yeah, respond yeah, to the trigger yeah. is bad. Which border? The fact, <laughs> the fact that you can lightning bolt in response to the last trigger is terrible. Terrible. But, like, there has to be a way. There, I am, this is like, this, this will be my dying wish, is make Chronozoa good in modern. I've tried forever. I have a foil, multiple foils. If you want to sign the foil, I don't even care if you did it. I'll just, just sign it. I'll be so happy. I love the card. I love it. All right. All right. Moving on. All right, so our, our number two slots. I'm, de I'm defeated. Are pretty, are pretty <laughs> obvious. So uh, do you want to do number two first? Or yeah, I'll, I'll get ahead of you. It's fine. Okay. I should make sure I ordered it correctly because it was really tough. 
I mean, like, everybody here knows what my number two and my number one are, but... Who, who doesn't know who the two and one for each of us are? Okay. Really? All right. Oh, great. And who knows exactly what my number two and my number one are? Well, there was only two and two, so it's great. <laughs> uh, my number two is a little creature I like to call Spellskite. Yes. A round of applause! Yes! I mean, Spellskite is, I have said, and I believe this from a strategy point of view, is the strongest creature in all of modern. It's, it, at this point, with Splinter Twin gone, it's a little harder to justify, but it's a 0-4 for two colorless that has an actual, essentially colorless ability to steal... Any aura. It's a counter spell. Any spell. It's it blocks spells. Ridiculous. Someone else, I stole that joke from someone. And if you get really, really, really creative and clever, like, Doran makes it a 4-4 four, four for two. Like, it's just like, the card's ridiculous. It's colorless. You don't you can play it in any deck. This should be the most played creature in modern. It, it usually is. It's like in the top five or top eight It was now. the most played until Splinter Twin got banned right. and then Eldrazi Winter happened. And now yeah. we're in a world where Tarmogoyf is the most played creature. I have followed a by Kitchen Finks, followed by Snapcaster Mage, and now Spell. I have a, a, a Spellskite playmat. I have a signed foil Spellskite. Spellskite's not quite my favorite card ever. I have one card I like tier? more. Is there a tier? <laughs> Spellskite is tier one, and by tier zero, uh, if you if you listen to the podcast, you know my tier zero. It's not even logical. It's just it's just it's just it just is what it is. Right. I, I love. Do I do, why don't you do your number one? And no, I'll do my you two. go. Okay, okay. My number two. Apparently, he might be replacing Abyssin as the protector of Innistrad. Someone said today to me, Geist of Saint Traft. <laughs> If you guys sign up for the uh, the Patreon account that we do, some of you, at least one of you, I hope, has four signed copies of Geist of St. Trath because you would have gotten four copies of my number one card signed and four copies of his number one card signed last month. Well, that was the price. Quite sure. Yeah, sure. So, All right. So moving on to what, what Mr. Geist can kind of do for you. It's, it's unkillable, kind of. <laughs> it's... Uh, and it just does all the damage, and you can protect it and put stuff on it. And, like, I mean, I definitely fell in this love before Modern in, like, the Commander world. We've even done, like, brews around it. We've, like, that's Speaking of Sundial the Infinites, also, oh, yeah. you could save the angels with Sundial? You can save it. We had, like, a whole brew we did with, like, Steel of the Godhead, like, Meddling Mage, and, like, all these sweet cards to make, like, Geist of St. Traft amazing. Like, that card. And, and then there's, like, the new Geist enchantment that came out. Like, I mean, that's not good, but it's cool. It's it's not. Good. You're, you're absolutely right. It's not good. But yeah. All right. It's, it's debatable. All right. So number one. Before we get into fan questions for both of us, I know your number one. You know my number one. Does it, I think everyone else knows our number one. Do you want rock paper scissors to do us first? Yeah. All right. Ready? Rock. Best out, okay. Best two or three? No, no. no. We, we're on a podcast. One? Yeah. One. 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 Two. two three. One. Two. Three. three. Yes. All right. So you first. You first. This goes along with number ten, Stinkweed Dim. A little bit, of Liliana. Sure. Vendrine. Yeah, of course. Round of I want you guys to be so much louder when I say my number one, please. please. <laughs> All right. So this has finally become a good card. Yeah. Like people are playing it in this GP that are good at magic. Did you even say what it, did you say what it, did you say what it was? Oh, no. It's a, yeah, it's Vendrine. It's Vengevine. That's why they cheered. Yeah, okay, okay. And then. <laughs> now I'm crying. <laughs> All right. So Vengevine, 4 3, comes yeah. back whenever two creatures come sure. to play. Sick with the Malgrim plan now because it's a zombie that can get the grave crawlers right. and it can kind of just chain everything together. It's I mean I don't know it's <laughs> awesome I love graveyard strategies if you couldn't tell based off half of my list is graveyard. <laughs> if, if you're here listening to the podcast like these these top two cards are probably just like so like 
it's even hard for us to talk about them because we've talked about them for like like 90 episodes. But like, I get you. I get you. It's totally fair. Of totally my fair. 10 cards, six of them involved the graveyard somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and of mine, like seven of them are blue. So <laughs> uh, I mean, the other four are blue-white cards. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, what's your number one? This is All the right, guys. This is a card. I did my very first episode of the MM Cast a year and a half ago. It was episode nine. I took over the podcast. I did, I did a deck tech on this card. This is a card that has combo implications. This has value implications. It's just, it is probably my favorite card of all time in Magic ever. Not even just modern. I really want a loud round of applause. Introducing... Grand Architect! Was, was, was your clap louder than Slightly mine? louder than yours, I hope. Did the clap, do we have a clap-a-meter? I worked that really that hard Does for anyone know if those are actual hard. science? <laughs> Guys, the clap-o-meter. I will admit, you know, Grand Architect like <laughs> is not as good of a card as Vengevine. It's not, it's not as... <laughs> it's, it, this is not as good of a card as Spellskite. It's probably not even as good as Connor's Chronozoa, honestly. No, it's not true. No, that's better than Chronozoa. <laughs> this is a this is a one three art uh, uh, Vidalcan artificer for blue blue colorless. He has several abilities. One tap and untap blue creature you control. Add two colorless to your mana pool to generate artifact abilities or cast artifact spells. Uh, other blue creatures get plus one plus one. It's kind of like Deathrite Shaman in the sense that it does a million, <laughs> a million things. Like it's good in the early game and good in the late game. <laughs> if Deathrite Shaman could be on my list, Deathrite Shaman would probably be my number three card. Like it was there, I cut it. Like it's, it's a complicated, unique card that does a million things. It's hard to use Grand Architect. Don't get me wrong; it's amazing, but it is hard to use. I don't know why, whatever reason, it has a very special place in my heart. I've always loved Grand Architect. It's just a unique and interesting card. Nothing else does what it does. It's not competitive. It's not tier one. It's just awesome. If you're a brewer, I have a hard time imagining you ever looked at this card and didn't think about building a deck around it. Honestly, this is like, this is a brewer's card. You probably looked at this and said, oh, I can break this card. So that's how I feel about it. That's okay. our top ten. Well, you know, Peely Paula and it just it won a GPT last night. Or not, yeah, one of the Grand Prix trials. So it also goes infinite and generates infinite mana with Peely Paula if Peely Paula can untap. So, I mean, if you have something that can take advantage of that, I've tried to build the deck a million times with, you know, Gifts Ungiven, Collected Company. I've tried so yeah, many things, but <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome card. I mean, look, I have, I have a signed so, okay, foil. I have it's a question for you. If you had to pick one legacy card, yeah, ever that ha is not legal in modern, but yeah. you, have to, you get one. Which one would you pick? Force of Will or Deathrite Shaman? Oh, not Baleful Strikes. Strikes. Baleful Strikes was almost <laughs> on this list because I like just forgot that it wasn't in modern. Like, but <laughs> I love Baleful Strikes. But I mean, if I was gonna go legacy, it would have to be one of those two. Like, okay. Yeah. What about you? All right. Uh, Stoneforge Mystic. Good, good choice, bro. <laughs> I've I, I played Stoneforge Mystic in every format I've been allowed to play it's in. It's fair, it's fair. Including Standard before Scars of Meriden. My biggest regret <laughs> of not playing in the event today and doing this Machinima thing was I didn't get a Stoneforge Mystic. That's my biggest regret, honestly. Oh, so, so I thought I lost my box, but it was in the sound bag, so I found it again, nice. and my heart bloomed in happiness. The vintage, right. uh, actually, my, my story today was that the vintage Magic guys gave me a Force of Will. He was like, hey, here's a gift. I was like, Okay, it's the best thing in my whole day. You gave me a freaking. F He's like, here's a gift. I was like, all right, great. I, I do not deserve this at all. So, I got a Dr Pepper. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we have about ten minutes left. We're gonna get questions just for that entire time and just keep going. So, who wants to ask a question? 
All right, you're closer to me, so you get to go first. <laughs> so, name, favorite card. Name, favorite card. Question. So, I'm Sam. Hi, Sam. Um, can I combine two cards? You can Look, cheat. Sam, do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Wife from the Loam and Knight of the Reliquary. Oh, those are yeah. Those are yeah. Those are Those are just cut off. <laughs> oh man. All right, you're the best. You should have, you should have talked about them. You got a high five. Learn, that's a lesson to everyone else. Pick good yeah. cards to get high fives. So, what is the like craziest, most off the wall deck you've ever seen from someone else? Not the ones you've brewed. Oh wow. Uh, there was there was this really sweet deck that I saw in Emoto once. And it was like somebody was playing Counterbalance, Ethervile, Fairy Imposter, Sage of Epitier. And, and they were like bouncing blue creatures and like flashing in blue creatures to counter blue creatures and like stacking their deck and this crazy nonsense. It was kind of like that Travis Wu crazy dirty blue deck, but like I was just like, he was playing Sage of Epitier. And like <laughs> I love Sage of Epitier, like, but it was good. It seemed really powerful. And like that's probably for me the thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard question. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I think apparently someone told me this is actually a thing. I didn't know it was a thing at the time, but there's a red white stacks deck playing Nihiri and Planeswalkers and Gideon and all these other good things, and it's just main deck Leyline and Sanctity, and it was right, like, right, right. it was insane. I just, it was great. I want to play it forever. Once I find that list, someone send me that list on the I internet like, I or like, in real I life. I like bad creatures with like like special effects, and you like planeswalkers because they're good. <laughs> yeah, that's like the lesson <laughs> Whoa, here. Oh wait, the planeswalkers <laughs> I listed were over four mana three months ago. That wasn't a thing you could play. I listed Sage of Epitier. Let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next question. Uh, yes. You were your hand was up first, so you get to go. <laughs> uh, my name's Tim Hahn. Hi, my, Tim. My favorite card I actually have played with is Lightning Helix. Okay. Favorite card I have not yet played with is Geist of Saint Traft. Yeah! So, this is so good! You get a high it's five awesome. too. You have to come over here so though. You're my, farther away. My question <laughs> is what are your favorite and least favorite deck archetypes? Oh, interesting. Um, I, for me, my favorite deck archetypes are usually some sort of, some sort of like tempo y thing that has a really bad engine in the middle of it. <laughs> like, it's slow, but it's like, oh, that's such a cool thing to do. So, like, it's kind of like a late game engine in a bad tempo deck, like, and then my least favorite is like some sort of like really uninteractive, unfair kind of a thing. So like, Amulet Bloom is a cool strategy, but like, or Gorio's Vengeance, but it's like I can't actually play against you. Like you're just gonna win. Like or, or uh, turn one Liliana. Yeah. <laughs> Something so like I'm that. the exact opposite. <laughs> uh, my favorite type of decks are probably decks. First off, it's unfair. You get James Brown while you're talking, and I get some weird school commercial. I don't know what that is. But <laughs> uh, favorite type of decks are often prison-y type decks. I don't like attacking people, and I like making it so they can't attack me. Foolish. And which is why Liliana Vale is so high. Uh, if I do have to attack people, I like it being an unstoppable threat of attack. So like Vendrine, because right, right, he keeps right. coming back. Uh, and my least favorite is... Like decks that when they they attack early and then they run out of gas and if you get stopped at any point you just can't overcome that problem. You hate those. So like like in fact affinity burn. Zoo. I like I, I, bas hate, like, I basically zoos. like those decks if they have like the four or five drop late game built in. Okay. As like something that should never be in the deck because I was like why did you just win then? And it's like no 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 but I have I have insurance that's sweet <laughs> that's like what, that's what I like yeah. All right. Hi guys, so uh, my name is Shivam and my favorite card in modern is Basic Forest. Sweet, nice. Um, 
See, he got to he get took the joke back. Look, man, tears. it's like <laughs> it's all you need to make elves work, right? So it's true. It's um, true. So, what is your favorite tier two deck? If assume like the deck that you know is never going to win, right? is that like my beloved that? elves. <laughs> Can I pick Dredgevine? Is that tier two? Is it tier one yet? Please, <laughs> favorite tier two deck. I pro- probably for me it's like Soul Sisters, but I almost like I almost like I almost like. I almost like like Norin sisters better than like regular. Oh, like the red white one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some like shenanigans. Some shenanigans. I, I also like Living End a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I have I, a question. I have a question for you actually. So Forest is your favorite. What is your view on the from the vault Dryad Arbor? <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I do not like that. Okay. At all. all right. Good. Good. Like, <laughs> I love Dryad Arbor. It's a really awesome card, but it's not a forest. It's got legs. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Does it? It should legs? not. It, I feel like it has like leg, like leg. It's so but the, and plus so the future site frame looks so cool with dry it True. Oh yeah. So when you like just have that just tree by, I mean, it sucks when you got a whole stone and forest and you're like, oh no, that one's actually an elf. Sorry. Right, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair. All right. Next we, question. Should we get one more? No, we got. We have time. All right, oh. you go. Uh, my name is Courtney. Hi, Courtney. For my favorite card, I'm gonna go with Jack and say Emrakul. Oh, I nice. S- I still have it in my sideboard because I have a hard time letting go apparently, but. My question for you guys is, what would you each say is your least favorite card in Modern? Oh, oh. wow. Least favorite card? It's a hard one because there's, there was a long, long, long time that I would have said Blood Moon, but that's not true anymore. <laughs> because I just like I've win. argued on the internet that Blood Moon should be banned. I, don't I know like, least I like, I like I would totally agree with you. I'm a Tron player, so oh, yeah. please. <laughs> you have it easy. Talk to Drunk where, like, right. <laughs> I literally just can't win. You can cast spells eventually. I, eventually, yes. Yeah. yes. I was always close to winning with Blood Moon. Like, I always thought it was really sweet. I would probably say, like, actually... My least favorite card is some sort of prison card. So like maybe, <laughs> maybe like ensnaring bridge, or like sphere oh, of safety, sure. or like Smooth. or like ghostly prison, like some some like nonsense like that, where it's just like okay, this is really fun until like I don't have an answer because you're fringe and I can't play magic anymore. So like you feel really clever, but like my deck that I spent all this time on like should never have paid attention to your deck and now can't play magic. It's not even like I have a chance. It's like I actually can't play magic. And you feel really clever. That's like one of those cards. It's 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 a white prison card or white artifact, but like it's annoying. I do not fault the people that play it, but it's just like it's not fun to play against. Thanks, guys. All right, questions. Uh, one more question. Anybody else? Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, we got. Yeah, yeah. We have four Hi, minutes. I'm Michael. Hi, Michael. Uh, my favorite card in modern is probably Gristlebrand. Sweet, sweet. Um, or Emrakul, you know, just that life. I can see what kind of deck you Emrakul's like. Emrakul's taken yeah, already. It, it eats my heart. How many um, Gorios Vengeance have you cast in your lifetime? In my lifetime? Many. Okay, okay. Many. Um, my, I don't have a question. I have a statement, and that is we need more top decking. More sure. Top decking. Oh. Sure. Yes. Oh, the show. The, the show. show top top decking. Decking. Yes, the show yeah, top yeah. decking. You, so watched, you watched all of it? I've watched every single episode. Wow. See, I loved it. I need more of it. So this I'm is, dying this is, to know more. This is the possible right. future of top decking. There is a chance if I can work with a writer or the writer that I had for the original seasons would work with me. He's in Prague now, teaching English, apparently. Um, apparently, they don't speak English in Prague. Good on him. There's castles there, though, which is cool. Uh, the chances is that we'll do maybe an audio play. I don't think we'll ever have a full video production. I think I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. I think I'm okay with okay. that. Okay. All right. Where, where did where did Fatality end up? I can't even remember. He like got exposed. You were good. You were like a good guy. No, but then I got like dragged in in the sweater. I remember. Yeah, that was you turning not into a vampire. Your path to not evil. I was like, I'm not a vampire. No, something like that. I was a golem. I was like full of golem. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> question. The last question. Last question. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, my name is Mikey. Hi, yep. Mikey. Uh, my favorite card is Grizzlebrand. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love playing Gorgo's Vengeance. Yep. Quite a fun deck. Um, lantern control versus eggs. Lantern. Oh, God. That was easy. <laughs> which would you choose? Which would you choose, and why? Uh, eggs is bad for magic. Lanterns maybe not good, but I like that playstyle more. Uh, I disagree. So, <laughs> would you choose eggs over lantern? Really? While I agree that Kessler is right in terms of which is healthier for magic, I don't want to see the pass back and forth, the draw go sense. I want to see if eggs is going to win. I want to see eggs just to go and win that turn because it wins. It wins in one turn. So eggs just. Otherwise, eggs like passes and goes. Grizzlebrand is not Grizzlebrand. Lantern control. Lantern control <laughs> is like lit, it, that is the slowest, most like draw go deck ever. Yeah, but you're playing magic the whole time. You oh, don't cast barely. spells. Uh, they they I are mean, casting spells. I mean, spells. Eggs, eggs is kind of the same thing, except eggs is all of a sudden like, I'm gonna win this turn. So like, they go for it and they win. Lantern control is like. You should just probably concede, but like if you're not smart enough to know you should concede, you'll just keep playing, and I'm not going to tell you're dumb. So you just keep playing, and I'll keep going until you're done. And it's like, I get that that's the strategy, but most people will not accept it. And it goes so long, and it's so annoying, and it's not fun. I would, I would take eggs because eggs is like smart. It's like Drago, 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 win. Yeah, but it's not Drago, Drago, Drago. It's Drago, Drago, Drago. I'm going to take 20 minutes to try to win. Fail. <laughs> Then it's your turn. Then Drago, Drago, Drago. I'm going to take another 20 minutes, go to turns, eggs and is not you should go to the bathroom while I do this. Eggs, <laughs> eggs and is then not, uh, maybe I won. <laughs> eggs is not supposed to take 30 minutes. It's supposed to take zero, 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 and then you forfeit or I win. Whereas, like, Lantern, you, there's no, Lantern doesn't have, like, the hard choke. It's not like, oh, this is the turn I win the game, so I'll choke you out. It's like, we're going to go until you deck out or I barely kill you. So you there's should more way to stop Lantern. Yeah. Eggs, like, they go off. Everything's in their hand. Okay, but we don't have to get an argument about this. But I, Good I, question. What's I, your choice? Um, personally, I like eggs. Okay. Yeah. It's right. exactly what you guys said. It's Drago, Drago, then you go for the win. Yeah. It's I do the same thing with Gorio's Vengeance. So yeah. it's Drago, Drago, kill you. Yeah, right. I'll take... If you're doing a solitaire turn, if it's one turn, I'll take it. I don't like... Eggs is annoying because it's, it's just... It takes too long. I, I don't like that. 45 turns are just sitting there. It's not fun for anyone. Yeah, it's just, it's just, they want you to concede. Uh, Goryeo's Vengeance, Eggs, they never wanted you to necessarily concede. They knew they could kill you. Like, Eggs usually wants you to just, con or uh, 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 Lantern wants you to just concede. If you don't concede, it takes forever. All right, so on a happy note, we got one more question. I'm, I'm adding a question. All right, right here. Hey, my name is Andrew. Nice shirt, uh, by the way. Thank yep. you very awesome. much. Best Back. guild on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yes, agreed. That's Azorius. Yep. <laughs> uh, my favorite card in modern is Elish Norn, Grand nice. Cenobite. A lot of Reanimator plays out here today. Uh, like, yeah, or, I don't or, actually get to play her. Okay. <laughs> I actually play Infect, but she's still my favorite card. Sure, okay. <laughs> she, in you, fact, you, locks my deck out yeah, entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's fine. That's that's how deep my love is. Well, I mean, like, Elish Norn, if you're going to have a love-hate I mean, relationship with someone, an abusive relationship. She is a, she is a friend. Yeah. yeah, she is a friend. I don't play Vapor Snack. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my question is... You guys talked about, you mentioned Ponder, you wish Ponder for Delver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to put a blue cantrip sure. into modern, yeah. that you actually, huh? I just had this conversation. Continue, ask the question. You just had this conversation? Yeah, yeah. That you would put into modern, what would the good one be? Not, not, the, not the best, not the strongest, but the, the one you one think would be best the for format. the format. Yes. Best for the format. Uh, it would be... Preordain. Preordain. Preordain? Preordain? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Unbanned Preordain? Ponder is... 
better Not than, good without fetches, it's but better, this is a format yeah. with fetches. Yep. So, Brainstorm is obviously too good for everything. Way too good. Preordain is a slightly better version of what we have already, but it just adds a little bit more it to the format. It doesn't add too way. much. I think you would be hard-pressed to add it without banning Serum Visions because I wouldn't want eight of eight yeah, powerful I agree cantrips. With that. I think if you if you introduce Preordain, you would ban Serum Visions, and the idea would be you're making Delver a little better. Um, you, are, you are increasing the power of the deck, but not because Serum Visions is gone, not by a great amount. You're, you're, you're increasing the power level of decks that do slightly unfair things, yeah. for sure. But those decks aren't as bad as, say, Splinter Twin maybe had been, and so we, it is not as dangerous as it was. With a non-banned format where we're going to live with the format I the way Jace, it is... Jace technically with one mana can't no. <laughs> if, 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 if we're going to live the way the format is, we're not going to be looking at aggressive bans. I actually think that Preordain over Ponder is a pretty strong move. Like, I think it makes the format a little more fun... I don't think Serum Visions is that good. I think Preordain's not that much better, but like it's just if you're not gonna deal with readdressing the format and none of the combo decks without Splinter Twin are that powerful, I think Preordain is fine over Ponder sure. or over over Serum Visions, and that would be I think that's actually a good move. Like I it would probably take time, but eventually I could see that switch. All right, so I, oh. I, I heard a good suggestion on Twitter the other day, which was opt. Oh oh oh! I yeah, love instant. Yeah, no, no, no. We've talked about opt forever. Opt is great. I definitely think opt I love. I love this opt. I'm thinking ban list. You're right. Yeah, opt is, if they opt, could reprint opt, I, I think opt is the most likely, and maybe not opt, but just scry one instant speed draw a card. Yep. I don't. I don't if mind that's like, a card that could be in standard. Like I, I can't see that happening. I don't mind Delver turn one, turn two, untap, upkeep, opt, play a land, hold up and spell pierce or spell snare. Like that seems fine. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> in modern, that seems totally fine. Um. So yeah, so that's that's it for the cast. Everyone, I want to give a big round of applause. Please get to your guys' self for being here. Thank you. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. I want a big big shout out to the Patreon because that yeah. kind of made a lot of this happen. Big. You're welcome. Uh, we're, well, no, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we have a Patreon, guys. It's mm. It's it's the Patreon.com/slash/mmcast, and it's paid for new recording equipment, and like we're hiring a video editor, like. We send like cool water bottles and, and play mats and all kinds of signed cards. Like it's amazing. You guys are absolutely incredible. So thank you so much. I can't even believe the crowd here is as big as it is. This is amazing. So uh, we will continue to, to grow and <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right. And you know, I want to be a big thanks because so these guys just helped us out, set this whole thing up. They they brought us to this pizza place. They like got the space. Everything they do. Yeah. Awesome. Of course. Uh, I'm gonna actually bring one of you guys on. This is Jose. He's gonna get to talk to you guys. Oh, hey. How's it going, guys? Um, I just want to say, like, honestly, from one Magic player to another, um, it's amazing to see everybody come out here and actually, like, you know, come together, come, like, bring the community together more and actually share what we all love and, like, all of our passions. Um, I want to thank Ben and Alex for just being great hosts, great entertainers, and, uh, again, just bringing you guys together so that we can, like, talk and discuss and create new relationships and, you know, talk about the thing that we love the most, which is... Storm, right? Everybody loves <laughs> 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 Gifts Given is the greatest card in modern, I'm just going to say. So, again, I appreciate you guys that so was, much. That was your favorite card in name. <laughs> yes, it's my nice. favorite card, yes, forever, actually, now that I've seen it in play. Um, but, again, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. You guys are amazing hosts. Continue yep. to do what you do. Chase your dreams. Chase your passions. Literally, everything with your heart. That's what we say. Thank you guys so much. We want to announce really quickly that we will have an online store for merch launching within the next several weeks. We're talking multiple items. These guys are spearheading the whole operation yeah, for it's, it's us. They're, they're, don't make this weird DM. Yeah. 
DMTW, don't DMTW, make this weird. Okay. It's going to be a full merch store. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of cool stuff happening. More, most importantly, it's going to be what? DMTW.clothing? No, DMTWclothing.com. DMT, yeah. DMTWclothing.com. Don't make this weird. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, again, do with your heart, chase your passions, and watch it become reality. That's what we're about. You guys are going to find some cool items, some MMCast items for sale here in the next three weeks. They'll be all launched and uh, next, you know, more conventions, things like that. So thank you guys for showing up. Thank I, I want to give a big, a big shout out to all of our uh, accidental sponsors of Coca-Cola. James Brown, <laughs> Harry Potter, at <laughs> uh, Universal Studios. Herbal I'm gonna Life. go Herbal, Herbal Life. Life. Yeah. yeah, this is great. Thanks, LA Life. Thanks, guys. One more shout out to all you guys at GPLA. I'm <laughs> your host, Alice Kessler. I'm here, Ben Bateman, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the MMCast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator.